1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Mike McCarthy is going to be joining us live at 7.15 this morning. The fellows are dancing or doing something on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. It's time for headlines here on Sean and RJ. Bobby, give us a little preview of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The public is betting on Jacksonville. The line is dropped from Cowboys favored by six down to four.
3: Yeah, and I, I get it because Dallas has struggled in recent weeks and, you know, Jacksonville's playing a lot better football. Trevor Lawrence has played really well in recent weeks. And one of the issues that we've talked about is this concern at corner number two and just what they've had to deal with with everything outside of Trayvon Diggs. And they've got three pretty good options for Trevor Lawrence here. They've got Zay Jones. They've got Christian Kirk. They've got Evan Ingram. Um, you know, ETN's a guy who can make plays out of the backfield. So this is a game that I think is, is very well could end up being somewhat of a shootout. Like you can't have Dax mistakes that he's had because they are very vulnerable in the secondary Jacksonville will give up a lot of big plays in the passing game. If, if you want to pursue that and their way that they can win this game is to test the Cowboys secondary and test the depth there and push the ball downfield to Kirk you know Ingram, uh, Zay Jones, like like getting those guys. Zay Jones, by the way, the uh, son of former Cowboys linebacker Robert Jones. So
2: we all need to apologize for mocking the Christian Kirk signing.
3: Yes and no. Uh, yes, he's been a good player. He's still a little overpaid, and they probably unnecessarily pushed the receiver mm-hmm. market up by doing that.
4: Yeah, because it's what it's it's twenty one a year. He's right? making a million more than Amari Cooper. I, yeah.
3: I, now, is he better than Amari? No. But he's good. He's he's been very good. He's like 800 yards a season, few touchdowns. Like I mean he, he's he's similar, he's just a couple steps under like CD's production this year.
4: Well, I mean that's that's pretty darn good. Yeah, he's been good. So um,
3: last
2: night on the Thursday Night Amazon broadcast, Richard Sherman decided to comment on why he's not a believer in the Cowboys.
4: And people are like, "Why do you have him fifth in the power rankings?" Because it doesn't feel like a team that you're going to be afraid of. I mean they make it out of the wildcard round you would expect that but they can't be higher because they will be a wild card team so the best they can do is be the fifth seed so hey okay you got to the playoffs you play the nfc south team maybe you get through them maybe it's the carolina panthers and they give you a game but you win or it's your detroit lions and they give you a game but you win okay it feels like a team that will run into the san francisco 49ers again and go home it feels like a team that could run into the philadelphia eagles again and go home and so that's why I'm not feeling great about Dallas Cowboys, especially after a game like this. But it just confirms what you know. I'm very confused with that. He what are just, he confused he, by? He
2: thinks their ceiling is the second round.
4: Uh, okay, and that that's first of all, he, he says you can't have them in the top five or outside. You, know, you can't have high. no. He has them fifth in the NFC or in just the, the in, NFL in the NFL. Okay, that. Fifth in the NFL is a, is, is a good ranking. A lot of people have him
3: like three, though. And so I think that's what he's saying is there's people pushing back against him for having them fifth in his power rankings. And he's saying, no, this is a team that's going to lose to Philadelphia or San Francisco. Did did either one of us three have them in our power rankings this week? I had them at five. I had them
2: at six. But this is what I spoke to yesterday. What's the gap? Right. What's the gap between Casey, Buffalo, Philadelphia, San Fran, if you want to argue it, you know, being five doesn't necessarily mean like you're you know really yeah. a
4: contender I, I don't know how you can have them third i don't i don't know how in the in the nfl i don't know how anybody can have them as i a uh, third you can't yeah because you can't have them ahead of philadelphia buffalo or kansas city right no no but nobody thinks that i think some people have them ahead of buffalo the cowboys mm-hmm. no, no but these places
3: that have dallas third still i think it's ahead of buffalo
4: right, that, that's that's lunacy Luna,
3: Luna, Luna. Yeah, it's lunacy to have him ahead of San Francisco.
4: Well, okay. What about
2: Cincinnati? We just forget about them. I put Cincy 5 over the Cowboys. I did too. Speaking of San Fran, here you go, Bobby. You can brag about your team after what they did last night. He looks right, comes left, throws down the sideline. Wide open, George Kittle. 30, 20, cuts inside, 10, cuts inside again. Touchdown! San, Fred San Francisco! That would be 49ers Radio. Brock Purdy, 17-26, 2-17-2. San Francisco wrapped up the NFC West. Got a little Tom
3: Brady in him. Got a little Tom Brady in it's him. Michael you know? said. Uh, just continuing to show, though, exactly like what we've been talking about, which is just if you are accurate, you don't turn the ball over, you can thrive in the Shanahan system. It is plug and play. It really is. And so... It, like you said earlier this morning, if they can ever get a true elite quarterback, they will just start beating teams by 40 points because they're good everywhere else. The backup quarterbacks to reach the Super Bowl, Foles, Kaepernick,
2: Brady, Warner, and Hostetler. And and how many of them were the third string? Uh probably none. I'm trying to think. Kurt Warner. Was that behind Trent Green? by
4: Trent Green, Costeller
2: behind Sims. Brady was the two. Yep. Kaepern- None of them were the. None third of them,
4: string. and that's the thing. He was the third string to start of the year. Um,
2: which got to give props to your boy Kyle Shanahan. Said he couldn't win with a backup quarterback. He's doing it with.
4: Yeah, he, well, oh, he is. I mean, they're, they're Garoppolo's not really a backup. Yeah, no, no. He's he. The only guy he's ever consistently won with has been Jimmy, and now he's won a couple of games here with Brock, and that's to his credit. It's good. Good for him. But he's never, you know, until this two and a half game stretch, he had never done it. The best regular season
2: game of Jake Ottinger's career in question after what Mm. the Stars did in D.C. against Ovechkin and the Caps. Suter finds Miller. The wrister on the way. Deflection score. Lightning in a bottle
4: for Dallas. They grab a 2 1 lead. Caps TV. Four, yeah, I got a voice like this. I mean, he's trying to be like Mike Lang in Pittsburgh.
2: 45 saves. 45 saves as the Stars go into Washington and win 2-1. Ovechkin held scoreless for the first time in four games. He will have to do it against someone else to get 8 one which will match Gordie Howe for second on the all-time list.
4: What, Man, a, what a game. Well, it was a very good game. It was a really good game for Modder. Um, and, you know They were able to hold Ovechkin at bay. Uh, really, the Caps as, as a whole. Uh, and that was a It was a nice bounce back on this trip after Pittsburgh, you know, beating Jersey, and then who, who's had a really good start to their season, although they've stumbled a bit of late, and then going to Washington and beating the Caps. All right, Argentina is getting 70% of the action Oh, to beat
2: France. Sunday, World Cup finale, uh, minus 112. France, minus 108. Uh, the- what? Wow, what kind of what kind of weird numbers are those? I know. But seventy percent of the action so far is going on Argentina Man, to there's all there's, there's, you're
4: gonna have a lot of uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like people want Messi Messi to win, right? Like a lot Messi of Messi influence. Do. Yeah, a lot of people want Messi to win to get his you know, get his World Cup. And, you know, France just won it last time anyway. Uh, but this is gonna be such a heavyweight fight. We are gonna get treated nine AM on Sunday morning. The Rangers are not adding Carlos Rodon
2: to their rotation. He signs with the New York Yankees yesterday. Six for one sixty-two.
4: Yeah, now that's a that's a pretty decent rotation they've got now uh, with you know, Cole and Rodon and Nestor Cortez and Severino. That's that's not bad uh, at all uh, for a starting rotation. And now that's going to see where they're going to go in the uh, in the AL East. That division's loaded. I mean, you had four teams uh, that were in playoff contention, uh, and three of them made the postseason. Can Tyron Smith
2: wipe with his left hand? Whoa! We'll ask Mike McCarthy live on Sean and RJ
1: next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
2: Good morning, Metroplex. It's Sean and RJ getting set to be joined by the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. And Monday at this time, we're giving away Eagles tickets. Are you kidding
4: me? Man, that's cool.
2: Cowboys, Eagles, during the expressway, every day commercial free through the end of the hour. This is one I would like to go to. If I don't have to work the next day, God. Oh, yeah. I would love to go. I wonder what these per- tickets are going for. Oh, you know what? I bet you we can look. What are these tickets going for price-wise? Yeah. Christmas Eve? I think that's the family day.
4: I think I'm free. Christmas Eve's a big family day. Yeah, Well,
2: well uh, for me. For, for me personally, sure. like, I'm not going home to Maryland. Yes, I know Christmas Eve and Christmas Day usually tied up with the family, but in my household, I think the in-law Celebration mm-hmm. day is Christmas Eve, and then we're kind of free on Christmas Day, so ah, maybe I can get a suite and take the take the family there because I'm supposed oh, to be with them. I mean, look at that.
4: But if I don't have to work the next day, oh my god! Now you can get in the door, cut loose. You can get in the door for seventy nine dollars to go if, stand to go stand in the party pass. If you want an actual seat, uh, you're you're not gonna find one, Sean. Like you know, section three ten. Yeah. All right. Well, well,
2: maybe we should just ask someone. Fifty yard line, eight hundred fifty bucks. Ask someone with a connection. Uh, good morning, Coach McCarthy. How are you?
5: Good morning. I, I thought maybe I was on the wrong show. No. What, what's, what, what's going on? We it's just a holiday show? Or- you will not know. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're, we're we're trying to figure out how to get in the building. Not looking too far ahead, but you know, for for Cowboys Eagles. Uh, how, how many tickets do you get? Are, do you feel comfortable? <laughs> and, <do> you? <laughs> I tell you
5: what, it's been a, it's been a rough couple. It's been a rough month for the McCarthy and the ticket business here. I mean, Gus, I mean, we had close to 40 people at the Houston game. So 40. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, but I, the, yeah, but I, I don't get those tickets, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, this is the, this is professional football. So you got to pay for them. Yeah. I was
4: there at that game. I tried to come see it, but you know, the usher wouldn't let me down on the field.
5: Yeah. You serious?
4: Yeah, I was there. I had tickets.
5: I you went. tell him about our show that we do every week. I,
4: I said, do you know who I am? And, okay. and he said no. Well, what was the he problem? He said no. He said no.
5: Oh, you know who you were? Oh, I know I was.
4: He always drops
2: that line to the police officer when he gets pulled over in the morning of, uh, yeah, I'm late to work. You know, I, I got to be on the air in 20 minutes. and it, you, that... you
5: haven't been right since that Vegas trip. No, you I like have, I've been struggling. <laughs> I've been struggling a lot. Hey, uh, Coach, random
2: question. You get... You get any World Cup fever? Or any chance that in Pittsburgh you were uh, you were you were checking out? I'm trying to think of a player, Alexi Lawless or Eddie. Uh, any, any soccer love? Tony or, Miola. Tony Miola in your day, <laughs> soccer love. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, Pele was a, you know it was a, my first exposure to to soccer. But uh, I mean, what a what a great what a great cup going on right now. It's I mean, our 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 trainers have uh, they have the World Cup uh, spirit. So. They keep everybody posted on everything uh, as you walk through the training training room throughout the day. So it's great to watch and obviously anticipation of it, you know, coming to Dallas here in, in four years. So it's been, it's been, it's been great to watch.
2: What was your best sport growing up?
5: The best sport, you know, as far as my production. Yeah. Production. Uh, I would say baseball. Um, I was, that was probably my most natural sport, but my, the sport I loved the most was basketball. I, I played a lot of basketball, and um, and frankly, because I, I I really didn't have the opportunity to play football till le- to, you know later until uh, till high school, just because we didn't have a youth program in the inner city of Pittsburgh. So, um, but yeah, big. I, frankly, I got a little tired of baseball. I just you know, just a lot of standing around. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, basketball was was probably my most productive sport you know through high school and in and grade school and then and, and i just felt that i had more potential um in football in college
2: whose basketball poster was on your wall who, who did you
5: well, love who was your dr. guy Jay. dr j dr j oh yeah okay. absolutely well we didn't have a professional you know we didn't have a professional team yeah. in yeah. pittsburgh and you know and it, in in you know we were when you grew up in Pittsburgh, you're anti-Philadelphia, which serves me well in my current job. So.
4: <laughs> yeah, but, like, uh, how, who, who, who was your team if you're in Pittsburgh?
5: Well, I was 76ers. You know, I mean, when I was a young when I was a young kid, we had a ABA team called the Commodores. So. Um, you know, it's not the Commodores got Condors, but you know, at least <laughs> really listen to the Commodores. <laughs>
4: what, what, what a huge fan
5: you were! What a huge yeah, fan! Yeah, unbelievable yeah. season ticket holder, Mike. Yeah, uh, Connie Hawkins. So that's 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 who I remember from the Condors days. But um, yeah, but yeah, the seventy sixers. You know, just with Doctor J and Chocolate Thunder and Murray's Cheeks, and was it Bobby Jones? So that, that was a great team. Doug Collins. So oh yeah, exactly. excellent, excellent, excellent basketball team.
2: Mike McCarthy on the Diamond Factory hotline here on and RJ one oh five three three the fan. Coach, how are you looking at Jacksonville? How how have they played uh so much better? What are you seeing from them on tape as of late? Uh, making this uh, a pretty highly anticipated game.
5: I mean, it's a talented roster. I mean, we you know, we knew that going in and I, I just think if you just watch them play the last, you know, the last four or five weeks, you know, I, I think it's it's clearly come together for them and I, I think it speaks volumes of you know Doug Peterson and his staff. You know I I think you always look for that in the in the coach's first year, you know there's always a, a moment where you feel like you have to turn the corner and and get it the way you want it. And uh, I think they're definitely in that mode right now. So um, just just really good tape. Um, you know excellent perimeter group on offense. Um, you know Trevor Lawrence is playing his best football of the year and they're playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, defense, it's a challenging defense and you know you'll see some carryover to what we've been seeing as far as with the quarters coverage and vision defense and, and, fr- and frankly, will be that like at the next couple of weeks. So really good football team. So that um, de- definitely, uh, you know, I think a much better than, than the record.
4: What have you noticed from, from Trevor Lawrence in the last couple of weeks that he, that he maybe wasn't doing in, in his first year and in the first part of this year?
5: Well, I think the biggest thing with Trevor, you know, he's a, he's a dual threat and um, you know, and, and that's that's always a challenge for you know defensively when you first get into game planning. So you know you, you look at him and, and I just go back to his college days. I, I just I was just so impressed with you know you got a quarterback at six six and and still his ability to to run all the you know the read option and things like that. So that still carries over and you can see that especially in situational offense. You uh, know it, that that's you know that's the challenge we need to defeat on Sunday, but. Uh, just throwing the ball with a lot of confidence and, you know, and and just the way their perimeter players are lined up. You can, you know, when you, when you go from Jones and Kirk to the other Jones, I mean, it's, you know, you got, you got the vertical, you got the option runner. So, you know, they do a nice job of conceptually, you know, getting the ball to their perimeter guys. You know, I mean, in, You know, I want to say, uh, you know, this past week on Ingram, I think, had uh, 15 targets. You know, so you see that production from the tight end position also. I mean, because when you look at the stats, I think, you know, two receivers are in the 60s, Ingram's in the 50s. So they're spreading the ball around a lot. So I think as an offense, we all want to play that way. And uh, that's a huge credit goes to Trevor and his ability to, to spread the ball around.
4: Coach, how different is it preparing for like an uncommon opponent, like a team that you don't play? you know, very often. Is that, is there a lot of difference in the, in terms of like the week of preparation?
5: Oh, definitely. I mean, personally, I think it's a pain in the ass in December, you know, we got through the last four. Uh, sorry about that, but I mean, it's yeah, just, we're good. It's not, you know, I, you know, you're you're usually playing division games and conference games this time of year. Um, just, you know, since the new format, the last I don't know, six, eight years ago, they, they put this in. So they have the two common, uncommon opponents and, you know, and, and then the, you know three games on the road on you know in on grass all those things so uh that's that's part of the challenge and and I think any time you can you know increase the challenges for your football team especially in December I I think it just it makes for a better well-oiled team going into the playoffs
2: Mike McCarthy here on 105 through the fan how confident are you in Tyron Smith wiping with his left What? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's, your, God, that's your point. That's your point. That's your point. You've said it. Oh, my God.
5: you got to be believable first. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh there. That's rude. That was rude of me. Well, as far as the offensive line, I think the most important thing is, you know, uh, as I stated earlier in the week, you know, we really got to play, you know, play, play this, especially this week to, to our to our practice reps and the rotation that we've been working. I mean, we've been preparing, you know, for Tyron to come back, but obviously we didn't prepare anticipate Terrence's, um, his injury. So, you know, I going to say yesterday, you know, after going back through it, I think we had five different combinations, uh, with our offensive line. So, um, you'd like to line up with five and, and go, but that, that's just, that's just not where we are right now. So, uh, you'll, you'll see different combinations throughout the game.
2: What does it say about Tyron's willingness? We got a future hall of fame stud, a no doubt hall of fame, uh, specimen out there that he's willing to even, Go play that side for the first time since his rookie
3: year.
5: I mean, just the biggest thing here is you know, I, I just focusing on the five combinations. I mean, Ty, Tyron's you know an ultimate team guy. I mean, he's you know, I, I you know, he, he's you know, he, he doesn't say a whole lot, but when he speaks, you know, he's like, "Yeah, fuck, No, you're probably too young to remember that commercial. No, just the Commodores. Just, oh. the, the Commodores too. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah, I can't wait to. I'll never hear the end of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: uh, but no, I mean. You know, Tyron just wants to win. I mean, he's at that point in his career, and he's all about winning.
4: Coach, we, we've we talked about this uh, this week a little bit. You know, Micah had his comments about the Eagles and, and Jalen Hurts, and is it going to be bulletin board material?
5: Do,
4: do you think bulletin board material is a real thing, or is it is it kind of overrated, like teams are going to play hard anyway?
5: Well, uh, you know, both teams are going to play hard Sunday, and, and, you know, not to jump ahead next week, but I'm sure – you know it's we all know what's going into that game so yeah i I don't you know i'm not a fan of it you know i I, i'm i'm into you know regulation of emotion and you know in your resources so if you know it's this is such a difficult uh profession in in just the competitiveness each and every week and it's real uh to, to waste any time on anything outside of winning is a waste of time so um yeah i I, I think we can all just you know, focus as best we can and, and keep it about beating the Jaguars. So, but yeah, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of it.
2: What are your initial impressions of T.Y.? Uh, everyone seems to be raving about his character. Uh, he seems to be an ultimate team guy. What, what are your initial impressions so far of Hilton?
5: Oh, I mean, I don't know how you can't be impressed with him. I mean, just from his arrival and, you know, I love his personality and disposition as far as, you know, his approach and, uh, has spent, you know, he, he's exactly what you, you'd want someone to do. He comes in and spends, he's here around the clock, you know, learning the, the language, you know, just getting an understanding of the particulars of each route. You know, conceptually, he's obviously played so much football. So the conceptual part, you know, for him was was, was probably the easiest, the recognition of it. Uh, but just making sure that, you know, you got to get the routes, you know, the time clocks. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, and when you look at the way he does run routes, I mean, he's a, uh, you know, he's he's so natural getting in and out of his breaks. and you know his his body language is easy to read and you know we just we just need time you know we just need time with him and the quarterbacks
4: it has is is his speed still there is he
5: has he got a lot no, left yeah. no yeah no he can go yeah he can he can and boy he just can really drop his weight and and separate so yeah no, he's he i i i've been impressed with him physically
2: Coach, last week you told us you weren't too concerned about the slower starts. Do you still feel that way uh, after the way the Texans game went?
5: Well, how how did the start go last week?
1: Uh,
2: well, it was a good first it was a good first first drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, well, what's the definition of a start? Well, that's a very good question. That's a, No, that, I'm just trying I'm trying I'm trying to I want to give you I want to give you a good answer. I'm trying to, you know, I'm a, we're on the same team here. Okay, so, okay.
2: Yeah. I guess my I guess my reply would be uh, the fact that the game was so close. I know they're all NFL teams, but uh, the fact that it was so close before you guys were able to finally pull away. I mean, not a lot of people would think the Texans would be up three at halftime. That's what I was thinking as a slower start.
5: Oh no doubt. I mean, I get it. It's all fair. Um, you know, we, we were both at the game, so uh, no, R.J. Was I, was. I was.
2: I, I I couldn't get a seat from you. you. You hogged them all up, fifty people. So I I wasn't there.
5: Well, it's forty. I mean, let's let's get the facts right, especially, especially the start of the game. Who's who's kind. Um But no, I, I think the big the big thing is is you know the, the ability to the the you know to make sure you go with the ebb and flow of the game and. You know, and, and frankly, I, you know, just coaching against Lovey for so many years. Um, I mean, he, he just does an excellent job with you know with takeaways and in field position and special teams and so forth. And you know, if you'd have told me that we had three giveaways and minus you know one sixty four in field position, um, I would have told you we'd have been in a dogfight to win the game, and, and that's really what happened. I, I, I think the you know, and I'm not tr- you know, I'm not trying to spin it, but you know, I, I think th- these games are so valuable because. The fourth quarter is it's you know you get going into the playoff football december football that that's what these games come down to so i mean the experience of what we went through in the fourth quarter is outstanding, but you know it's it's always a good place to be as a coach when you win and you have you you can walk into the meetings with a big old can of tough love you know you you' always gotta have you know yeah. So, you know, some level of tough love in your, you know, in, in your pocket, but, you know, to be able to go in there Wednesday and, and go through it all. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a good spot to be in.
2: I'm very impressed with your journalism, uh, your journalism, uh, ethics, yeah. uh, here that you are. In. I know you got a, I know you got a major in business administration. Did you get the, did you have a minor in communications or you just learned this dealing with the media, checking the facts and, and, and questions and breaking them down because this is impressive.
5: Well, I had a minor in economics and accounting. Uh, but my, you know, I had a master's of a master's in sports administration. So um, my communication was clearly from on the job training and I I give both of you such credit for my development. <laughs> oh, thank you.
4: Do you do your own taxes? Uh
5: no. <laughs>
4: Can you? <laughs> you do your own taxes the question? I'll tell you what, you
5: know the one thing about working in the NFL? I mean you have to fill out taxes for every 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 state that you compete in. So uh, Oh but, god, but, what a nightmare. The, I you no, know, it's not that I would not want to do the text.
2: Can you instantly do the tip at the table or you have to use the calculator?
5: Well, for as much as I tip because I I, I've worked in the service industry.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
5: It's pretty easy to do it, yeah.
2: Well, very impressive. There he is. Wow.
5: And you are a busser? I would say or- mathematics is one of my strengths. Okay.
2: okay. All right. Busser or server? Excuse me? Busser or server, restaurant industry?
5: Uh, I've, I've been a bar back. I've been a bartender. Um, I guess you can say I was a server. I mean, okay. you know, you work at a small inner city you know, bar, you do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you serve drinks, you you. you you got to, you know, change the grease of the deep fryer and, you know, <laughs> and just, just 90% of the food that you've served is deep fried.
4: <laughs> was there was there a drink that you hated when somebody ordered? You just eye roll like it's going to take me forever to make this damn thing.
5: Well, shot the beer was pretty hard to screw up. So, no, I, I didn't, have, <laughs> didn't have many. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a large menu. More
2: Radio Gold, as always. Mike McCarthy. Oh. Oh,
5: get out of here. <laughs> right, I got to go. go. Bye, coach. Have a, meeting. Have a great day.
2: <laughs> Turn it up, Peyton. Turn it up for him.
5: Oh, you guys are hilarious.
2: Oh, he's still here. here. He's, still there. he's still, go, go ahead, coach. Go to your meeting. <laughs> Mike McCarthy on the Diamond Factory Hotline. And, of course, he's brought to you. Keep it up.
3: It's a great song, Peyton. Black, Black
2: Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee
3: of the Dallas Cowboys. I can't sleep.
2: Oh no. Oh get it Bob. Get it Bob.
3: I'm going crazy with love.
2: <laughs> uh, that could have been uh that could have oh, been one you. of our best ones,
4: if not the best. Uh, that was good. That was very good. That was very the way he broke down Argentina, France. Uh, you know, just, just. I don't
2: know that he did that. I don't know <laughs> that he necessarily broke down Argentina <laughs> France. So there he is, the head coach of America's team here on Sean and RJ every Friday Expressway. 715 commercial free to the top of the hour. And on Monday during this time, we're sending you to Cowboys Eagles on Christmas Eve. Um, Okay. Let's go through some of the uh, other around the NFL notes. I got the numbers from bet online. Next head coach fired. Throw out your random guesses.
3: Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yes.
4: Yeah, that's it. That's it.
3: Next Kingsbury. Yes. Mm-hmm. Third. Oh, gosh. This is where it gets tough. Uh, lovey. lovey. No.
2: Uh, AFC. AFC. Early tenure would be a
3: quick. Stefanski? McDaniels. Okay.
2: McDan-
4: what? Wait. What? Mike McDaniels? Josh, Josh McDaniels. Jeez. <laughs> <With the S. laughs> I was like, I was, I was about to have a heart attack. Can you imagine? Did you see Mike Mc, McDaniels?
3: Mm. McDaniel? you got to say McDaniels. Yeah. Did you well, see his shirt? He's just McDaniel. He's just McDaniel. No, but did you see, would you say, would, did you see McDaniel? Oh, his
2: shirt. His like shirt. He possesses it. He possesses it, yes. so it's got to be
3: McDaniels' shirt. I did not.
2: What's his shirt? It, it, <laughs> all that. Uh, he said, like, I wish it was,
4: like, cooler or warmer in here. Cold. Yeah, I wish it was colder in here. I wish it was colder in here. Yeah, because he's not, he's not worried about the, uh, the Buffalo weather. Because it's supposed to be crazy tomorrow night.
2: All right, we got a ton of games tomorrow. Oh, that's
4: right. Yeah, We're it's Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Don't act excited about it. You hate Saturday games. Well, you, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three games tomorrow. Colts, Vikings, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Bills. So you don't really have to pay attention to any of this until 7-15. Which Dolphins, is when I have Bills. A, when, when I have a housewarming party to go to. Perfect. Housewarming. Oh, this is that party. Yes. Yes. Okay. Aaron Rodgers' next team. If not Green Bay
4: next year. Raiders. No. Damn. Aaron Rodgers next team. Niners. Uh-uh. Not Raiders. Tampa Bay. Nope.
3: A team that
2: Goes out and gets quarterbacks. Indianapolis. AX. Indianapolis is the favorite. And then the commanders and then the Lions. The Lions. Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers
4: with Dan Campbell? You, oh my God. you talk talking about oil and water. Well, oh, I thought Jared Goff at Dan Campbell's oil and water. I mean, I was. Yeah, think- but
2: Jared Python, I don't know. Does he say much? Aaron on the other day, so. he was talking about not fearing death because of the yeah.
4: Wikipedia or whatever he's on. I Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? Iow, yeah.
3: Whatever. The shrooms. I don't know. I'll ask my kid.
4: Just ask him, yeah.
3: What'd, What'd you say? I said, I don't know. I'll ask my kid. Oh. Because he was still looking at <laughs> me for the answer. I don't know.
2: <laughs> San Francisco's week one starting QB next year. Trey Lance. It is Trey Lance as the favorite. Then Brock Purdy. Then Jimmy G. Will Baker start for any team week one next year? Oh, yes. Oh, you
4: think so? Yes. What, Washington? I mean, he just
3: won NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Vegas is going to have money on him, I bet. I'll say no. It is heavy no. Minus 400. He's not
2: going to start. Will Desmond Ritter be the Falcons starting QB week one next year?
4: Desmond Ritter. Yeah. It, it, yes. what, there
3: was some rumor yesterday about the Falcons targeting somebody this offseason, so I, I, I'll say no. Slight yes. Damn. You're getting crushed in this, Bobby. Damn. Will golf be
4: the Lions starting
2: QB next year, week one?
4: Oh, man. Uh, three months ago, I was going to say no, but considering his GM drafted him in, a, in LA, it was the assistant GM. I'll say yes. Slight yes. Heavy yes. Heavy yes. Okay. Minus 600. Good. I'm, I'm happy for Jared I I, Goff. I, I like Jared Goff. I
3: always like him. You were going to say that. I was going to say minus 600.
2: Total yeah. yards allowed by the Vikings in week 15. The reason this is put out there, Minnesota has allowed over 400 yards of offense in five straight weeks. That is a franchise record. Uh, and then Super Bowl favorite. Now, I got these a couple of days ago. Last night, I don't know how much they're taking into account the San Francisco win over Seattle. Super Bowl favorite, Buffalo. It is Buffalo agreeing with Bobby Belt's power rankings. Okay. Number two. That would be Kansas City. Philly. Philly and Kansas City are tied.
3: They're sitting there tied. High five for a tie. (laughs) Who's next? San Francisco. No.
4: Damn. Cincinnati. Uh-uh. Dallas. Dallas
3: Cowboys.
2: I'm a little surprised. Cowboys over San Francisco. San Fran always
4: gets Vegas love. They do, but uh, you know, Vegas is full of smart people. You wouldn't have San Francisco there as You can't have Brock Purdy as a quarter ahead of Dak Prescott in terms of who's got a better chance to win. That's how Vegas is going to look at it. Is San Francisco ahead of Miami?
3: Yes. Okay, so you can they have Brock Purdy, have a Tua. Hold, please, okay. sir. Hold,
4: please, sir. <laughs> Tua is in the conference with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I'm sorry. Philly's a
2: slight favorite over KC. So I was the, right. Because of the AFC thing. So Buffalo, Philly, KC, Cowboys... San Francisco, Cincy, Baltimore, Miami, Minnesota, Tampa, the Chargers. All right, so that's the order of winning the Super Bowl. If you think the Cowboys are just going to get there, you can get three to one odds. They're tied with San Francisco. Wow. Odds to win the NFC East. How heavy of a favorite is Philly? One to what, RJ? Uh, one, to, one to nine. One to seven. Okay. Close. Um, MVP, favorite. Favorite
4: hurts. Yes. Is he the only one in the minus? Yes.
2: Uh five to eight.
4: That's a minus, yeah. And then number two, Mahomes. Mahomes.
2: Eight to five. Okay. Yep. Three.
4: Burrow. It is Burrow. Wow. Good job, Robbie. Are
2: we not paying attention to him enough?
4: We're not. We're not I, paying attention at all.
2: He, I, I didn't realize he was he, he had jumped up to three. No, we're not
4: paying we're not paying attention to them at all. And that's they're they're really, really good. They're a really good team. Then Josh Allen,
2: and then it plummets to Justin Jefferson. Where's Brock Purdy? He's
3: not there. Mm, okay. Wow. Vegas screwing something up. I Defensive thought. Player of the Year. Uh, Micah. It, Micah. Closing.
2: And then though, Nick Bosa closing. too. Yeah, Bosa's closing. Micah's two to five. Bosa's eight to five. Ooh.
3: Coach of the Year. Sirianni. Yeah. It is Sirianni second. Uh, McDaniel. They've loved him. Nope. He's fourth. Uh, where's McCarthy?
2: McCarthy is seventh. It's disrespectful. That's, that's crap. Uh, All right, I'm going to give you the guys ahead. Shanahan. Should be. Shan- All right, here are the guys ahead. You tell I would, me. I would agree.
4: He's, yeah, he's got to be up there. I
2: would agree with You that. tell me if Mike McCarthy should be above these guys. Sirianni one,
4: Dan Campbell, two. Okay, I, I, I'll i say that. Dan, you know, Dan, if, they make the play- if the Lions make the playoffs... Starting one and six. You have to give it to him. Campbell's done great. He he deserves to be. They're
2: six and seven. I know. He cannot be. He cannot be this high up. But but they're they're on they're on
3: the verge of making. They could make the playoffs. So now he's got to be in contention.
4: Teams that are I I, I have to go back and check has a one and six team ever made the postseason? Were they one and six? They're one and six.
3: They've started playing really well.
4: Salah, then
2: McDaniel, then Kevin O'Connell, Kyle Shanahan. McCarthy is tied with Pete Carroll. This a, was before last night. I have a problem with O'Connell ahead of McCarthy. Because not of the quarterback. I, I just quarterback,
4: died. And, and they're, they're, not, they're not any good.
3: And they've, like, Dallas has weathered a lot of injuries. And, nah, like, McCarthy deserves a lot of credit. Well, Come, Minnesota's weathered some snow. Comeback player of the year. <laughs> in a dome. Geno.
2: <laughs> in a dome. Geno Smith. Offensive player of the year. Garrett Wilson.
4: Offensive de- rookie. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Defensive. Uh, Rookie of the year is Sauce. Big time heavy favorite. Who's the second in in, uh, comeback player of the year? Got to be Saquon. McCaffrey. Oh. Then Saquon. Wow. Okay.
3: McCaffrey went on a comeback player of the year for comeback of the first half. Yeah.
2: Coming back from Carolina. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So there it is. Those are some of the odds in Vegas if you want to bet it. Uh, Of course, you got BetQL through us. You got Bet Online who sends me the odds every single week here on Sean and RJ. Thanks for being a Tolo. We got Bobby, Peyton, and Ryan as well on DFW Sports Station. All right, Choppy. Yesterday was fast food. Today is a
4: deodorant battle. Oh, yeah. Deodorant battle. This is, uh, first of all, this is going to beg the question Is BO the worst smell in the world? There's nothing worse that slaps me in the face Now, No, more. yesterday
2: I went to a famous little local Italian grocery store here, Ooh. and it felt like they emptied some type of sewage on the streets. Ugh. And I was so petrified. It, like, it felt like it was like a horse manure that was dumped on the streets in liquid form, and I was terrified I got it on my shoe and that it was back in the car. I mean, usually I would vote B.O. as the worst smell, but I mean— BO, we always have the debate Bo versus bad breath
3: and I think Bo is is worse I agree with that but I do think like sewage is pretty gross socially though sewage bo's got to yeah. be the worst BO, yeah, like, yeah. like like
2: like Amanda and I we have a strict rule there's there's no good morning kiss oh really oh no oh no we we watch couples on TV and they like lean over in the morning like good morning sweetheart well we 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 cringe it's disgusting I'm I'm in. I'm all right. You you, you guys, morning kiss without brushing your teeth? Yeah. Oh, once I smell someone's breath, you're marked. I can't, I can never get out of my I intentionally turn my head towards people's breath because I don't want to think badly of you moving forward. That's Uh, how scared I am. That's how, that's how, that's how terrifying it can be. But the morning kiss without brushing your
3: teeth? Oh, I, Disgusting. I, I don't know. Like, like I, we, we, I, I'll do the morning kiss, but like we brush right before bed, so like, well,
4: that's the well, that's eight sleep hours sleep. I know, but
3: I mean, you also haven't eaten. And I understand there are other things, but like, it's not that bad in the morning. I don't think. Yes, it is.
2: Uh, well, I everyone mean, wakes up with horrific breath in the morning.
4: Just wait till you get your uh, sleep apnea mouth guard or whatever the hell it is. I have. Even, I it have makes it even
2: worse. I have the mouth guard, but I, I'm just I haven't been wearing it. But oh, morning, morning breath kiss. Ah. Oh, it's bad. It's,
4: I just don't. I don't care. Okay, yeah, I'll deal with it. But
2: anyway, and you of all people, you germaphobe. Like you're, yeah, you're, you're very you particular true. about those things. I'm
3: surprised. What other kind of kisses
4: don't you care about? All of them. <laughs> I don't care about. it. I, I'm, I'm, I just I'm, saw it in your d- eyes. You any. really. You mean that? I'll, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> Get to the article. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the coach of Fresno State? Anyone, anytime, anywhere? Pat Hill. That's me. <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. Um, experts have weighed in on this study. Did you, you in college? What's your number in college?
2: What do you mean? Your number? I have no idea. You you have an idea? Is it
4: over ten? Is it in college? F- in college? Oh, no, I, I had a, I had a girlfriend in college. Oh, okay. So I it was that the Mormon? Was, no, that was high school. Okay. Um, okay, so you had a girlfriend in college for a couple years. Yeah. All right. So it wasn't.
2: So your numbers crazy. like around the five area or less in college. You weren't this deviant
4: running around. No, I wasn't deviant. Uh, it was probably more than that. Okay. I never grew up with the entire time. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Uh, yeah, I think. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, Blue Chew Blue took you to another. Blue Chew took me to a level that you don't want to go to. Different appetite. Uh, they did this 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 study uh,
2: that said. Every day at this time, every day at this time, something happens. Not it's know. because of his stupid cut, smirk, his stupid what face. What did you say? Just I s- didn't say anything. Hey, just- he always does
3: that. Are you I'm just thinking of the seriousness in Chop's eyes when he told me. <laughs> yes. yeah. anyway. re- re- reincarnate. I didn't see it.
4: He just went, yeah. <laughs> the Anywhere. fake game. Anywhere. Uh, All right. Uh, they did a study, and experts were debating whether or not you actually need to use deodorant. Which, to me, is the dumbest study in the world because, no, you don't need to use deodorant. Right. But you want to use deodorant because it has been voted on as one of the worst smells that anyone ever has. I have... This is bad. I carry... I I have two gym memberships. Well... Now, one of them is only $9 a month. That's Uh, how I can afford this. Okay. But... If I walk into the gym and there's this one dude there <laughs> who's got the most rank bo, I turn around and go to the other one because they're right down the street. I will not go in. The, this, I will not go to this gym with this dude. He has got the worst smell to him, man, ever. It and, and it's not even like if you, it's just when you walk by him. It it takes it funkifies the entire facility. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than that. But this study was done about whether or not. You actually need to or should be using deodorant. And the reasons that people wear it have nothing to do with anything other than odor, right? It, it gives you no benefit. There's no benefit to you. Uh, but they you know how they, they always say, like, the, the pheromones and the sweat and all that stuff uh, will, will will be attractive to the other sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not if you eat certain foods. Oh. If you eat broccoli, kale, or cauliflower... Which they are calling cruciferous vegetables. Okay. You will have a distinct sulfurous smell. Like a sulfur smell. Yeah. So they say if you're not going to wear deodorant, stay away from broccoli, kale, or cauliflower. Yeah. Uh, Or just, you know, wear
2: deodorant. It's like asparagus pee. That's the worst pee. Does any other food besides coffee, like when I sit here and I have have Mm -hmm. asparagus the night before and I go in that bathroom, I make myself sick. With a combination of coffee and asparagus pee, it's awful. Those, are, I think, those are the two things that you put into your body that come out in the in, yeah. that, in that form that you, that you can tell.
4: I, I agree. I, I, asparagus, coffee, you could definitely tell. And, and my bigger question is,
2: how do you tell someone about the issue? That's the that you know. That's my big topic here. How do you tell or suggest to someone they have an issue? How do you do it? I feel so bad for the employers.
4: Oh my God. The yeah. employers
2: who are told by employees about someone, and they, I think, have to address it. That that is such an unenviable position. What a nightmare as a boss to have to that's heartbreaking, man. That that that's yeah, sad.
4: That's it's terrible. That's where you gotta get you gotta get HR involved. I, I couldn't say it to somebody.
3: I was just thinking about the fantasy football bet payoff. Is that what you should have them do? Go up to people and have the uncomfortable conversations oh. about telling them they have bad body odor, whether they do or don't, no. <laughs>
4: and record it. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just have to go without deodorant for a month. <laughs> no, we can't
2: prove it. No, no, you have to go up to people. Oh yeah, it's like- you have to record five, five or ten people, and be like, I got to we are talking about you. Say, this is a problem. Yes, I like it. The Bo yeah. Bet. The Bo Bet. The Bo Bet payoff for fantasy. Zach Wolchuk, Joey, and Reuben are all in line at the fan, uh, with, with the fan standings, and you got to go up to like our GM Brian Purdy and do it. <laughs> oh okay. no! Oh no! You got to get Purdy. Oh, my God. You got to get Spittle. You got to get Tim, and you got to you got to record five people. I don't know. You could stage that too. You could go up to a sibling or a Family
3: member, some so somebody has to observe
4: it. Yeah, somebody has to I mean, it. I,
3: Like I, I would need to observe. Yeah. Or like Peyton, somebody would have to watch them. Do I like it. that the bo bet payoff. That's great. It's a nominee. It's a nominee. And
2: and then we off we we get to play it on the station.
3: Yeah.
4: All right. Uh. So they they, they were they were they were doing a, a little questionnaire, a poll on the worst smells, some of the worst smells, uh, and if body odor bo got up there. Uh, vomit was voted oh. higher. Oh, oh, oh! Vomit might beat bo. Do you think so?
2: Oh my god, it's awful, awful. Thinking about it. I like a Bobby.
3: To me, it's Bobby. more the the side of it. Bobby's gonna start yeah, gagging. No. I'm starting to think of that dumb video again. Man,
4: I saw we 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 went to uh at the at the Cowboys game last week, I saw somebody who clearly just had corn queso beforehand <laughs> just boot all over the place. And it was it was it was a sight, man. Yeah. It was a sight to behold. Uh a dead body. I'll tell you this, dead. I I can value. Vouch- How many people can answer the poll of a dead body smell? Yeah, I know, right? Really? I can Shower toots. Man, that's, that's the bad one. The heat, the steam warms it up. Uh, I got one for you. Disgusting. A gym bag. The gym bag or like your kids, they say hockey bag here. My kid played hockey a little bit. His his hockey bag. Awful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it smelled literally like... You know, I, I always said it's it's green beans and onions, <laughs> like rotted pumpkin, green beans, Ew. onions. It's just but hockey's yeah, the worst. is the all the equipment's in there, like your shoulder pads, your elbow pads, yeah. your pants. You right. got all that butt sweat on there, yeah. Uh, you know, my kid's catcher's bag with his catcher's equipment. Oh my god, the foot odor with the with the skates. Oh, ca- oh yeah. catching equipment, catching catching gear is because it's, it's a five thousand degrees outside, and it just reeks, just reeks. And plus, my kids, I think my kids have by and large the worst smelling feet in human history. Really? I've never seen feet <laughs> oh, that are this bad. And, and foot, my foot odors up there. Foot odors up there. And my younger one, and we, we you know, I try to get him to shower. Uh but he's only 10, so he didn't need to wear deodorant yet, but man, he's got that onion smell. Peas and carrots, man.
2: P- strong peas and carrots, that's the worst foot odor. Uh, that's what I think of.
3: 903 is saying wide receiver gloves, which would Whoa, make some yeah, sense. Yeah.
2: How about that? We line up the five things and make someone you got to deep inhale it and see.
3: Curdled milk.
2: Stuff you know, like I that. bet you yeah. we can get. Well, we I can th- get wide receiver gloves. We can get the nastiest feet here at the station. Um, Someone, your morning breath. Yeah. Uh,
4: You know what I mean? Just, they got to huff it in. That could be funny. That could be. Or they could, they, they have to drink a beer out of. We get, I bet you we get Derek Holland to get up here with one of those baseball cleats. Oh, yeah. And have him drink a beer out of his cleat. All right, so there you go. Hopefully, you're enjoying your breakfast here during that
2: segment <laughs> on Sean and RJ. Let's. Go. Are you okay? You going to do it? <laughs> Trying not to. Let's crosstalk <laughs> with Jacksonville. A little smack talk against Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Jacksonville crosstalk next on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.